And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, just a couple of housekeeping rules I want to share with you. First of all, thank you very much if you have been listening for the very first time or you have been listening for multiple episodes. I really appreciate your continued support. Please sure to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter, both at denisegelee.com and head on over to denisegelee.com for articles and free tips and resources to help you grow your personal brand and our service-based business. And with that, let's get started. I remember when I first started my business, the logic always was go get your website on and then go on social media and promote yourself. And if I had to just go backwards in time, I would definitely not get a website. I wouldn't get a website for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, I was just trying to figure out who I was, my audience, how I wanted to market myself. And if you really want a website, you really need to invest some money. And for those of us who are bootstrapping or just trying to figure out who we are, making that kind of investment can be really risky because as we grow as business owners, we grow as entrepreneurs, we start realizing that certain things aren't really worth the effort or the time, quite frankly, and websites included. So the whole purpose of our time with one another is to talk about other ways that we can be resourceful in marketing ourselves, getting our name across, and having people to pay attention to us. And obviously, the most important way is through our socials, right? But there's much more other ways to do that. And for those of you who are thinking, should I not get a website? No, I didn't say not get a website. I just said that there are many other ways for us to market ourselves and put ourselves online. And just a just a good rule of thumb, just for those of you who are thinking about making an investment in a website, be prepared to spend anywhere between five to eight thousand dollars, just five to eight thousand dollars for a quality custom website. Now I know that you can go on Fiverr.com or Upwork or Freelancer.com and hire somebody from some far distant country and have them make you a website from scratch using a template for like a thousand dollars or maybe a yeah eleven hundred dollars or so. And I want to tell you that's a really big mistake for a lot of reasons. The reason why we don't want to have a template-based website is because as a brand, especially as a personal brand, we want to differentiate ourselves from our market. And if you're using the same template that's used by 10,000 other entrepreneurs, it's kind of hard to make ourselves stand out and make ourselves look different. And on top of that, you have to be careful that some of these contractors or freelancers that are making these websites using these templates are using their template on other people's products. And you're not going to really like yourself being a watered down version of somebody else. So really invest a lot in yourself. Invest a lot in yourself. Invest in your business and having a custom website done. And that also includes logos, by the way. And if you send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com, I've got a lot of contacts, freelancers, web designers that can make you a really good website. And I know that you'll be happy and be pleased and be quality work. But be aware that investing in your business requires making strategic decisions. And if you're going to go make a website, make your website look good, make it, make it pop, make it look something that catches people's eye. And while I'm on the topic of website, 
you want to also make sure that you have some money saved aside for some quality photography. I'm not talking about those stock photos that you can get online. I'm talking about having a professional photographer to take either photos of you or your office or your environment that really helps you stand out and makes you pop as a personal brand when you have something that looks uniquely you and tailored to you. And there's lots of different ways to find affordable photographers. There are students that are always looking to add more information to their portfolio. There are tons of art schools that have photographers. Obviously, you can also consider moonlight photographers that do, for example, wedding photography or headshot photography, and they can also do your own personal branding photography. The sky is the limit, quite frankly, about finding a photographer, but don't skimp on that because I see that a lot too. And I myself, I've done it myself, so I can raise my hands and say, yeah, I did it too, where we populate our website with a bunch of stock photos or really low quality photos, and it really diminishes the value proposition of our business and our personal brand because it looks watered down, it looks cheesy, and especially if you're a personal brand or a service-based provider and you're asking for people to invest thousands of dollars into working with you, but you can't even afford to make your own personal photography, or sorry, what I'm trying to say is hire a photographer to have your own personal branding shoot or your own, just invest in that. And I think that will really go a long way. That being said, (laughs) I just had to go on that little tangent and explain that because I, I really wish that somebody was telling me these little things as I was growing my business. That being said, let's talk about the ways alternative from our website that we can grow our business and market ourselves online. The first and most important way is obviously on your social media. But this is where I see a lot of entrepreneurs drop the ball on this, is that they have their social media channels and they're putting great content out that's connected to their own unique brand identity and their target customer and they're just putting out really good stuff. But here's the problem. They're putting out, there's no way for the customer or or the person who's inquiring about them to take that next step. There's no real next landing page. There's not any next direction. And this is definitely something that I myself have made the mistake of is that I make a really great post, get a lot of likes, get reactions, get People uh, enter the DMs, inquire more about me, but then I didn't have a next step. I didn't have a next offering. And this is where I want you to consider first and foremost what you're selling and figure out where you can kind of have a temporary home for your offering, either if your physical product or your digital offering. One of the things that I have seen that people have done on Twitter for their digital offerings is they would sell their courses via Gumroad, or they would link to their Fiverr website, or they would link to their Etsy store. That's one of many ways for you to connect and outreach different people through your Fiverr or your Etsy or Gumroad or your Shopify or your Amazon or eBay. And 
you need to treat that like as a website too. Don't think that you can just put up a bunch of listings and think that people will come to it naturally. It just doesn't work that way. You have to constantly use your social media to promote it and then link back to it, meaning that you always have to give people reasons for to, to take more interest than just looking and liking your post, but then going over to your store, online or online store rather, and then making those purchases. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I'm a Etsy curator or eBay online marketplace or any of that stuff. I'm not the one. But I will say this, because it's such a competitive market, there are definitely lots of YouTube, there are lots of actual coaches aside from me, that actually specialize on improving your Shopify, improving your Etsy, improving your online marketplace, aside from me. I'm more of your generalist in that regard. That being said, you always have to keep working on improving the layout, improving the the appearance of it. I will say this, you need to have a very unifying appearance from your socials to your Shopify store. For example, if on your Shopify store is all pink and white and yellow, right? But then when people find you on your socials is black and gray and blue, and they're using different fonts and different colors and all this stuff, it's just a complete mismatch. It can confuse people. It can it's actually sometimes jarring to be honest with you because they're expecting this type of continuity. What I'm trying to say is that I want you to think about how you can maintain some form of continuity in terms of obviously your colors and your images and your typography and all your, and all that stuff that makes you you and then make it uniform and consistent. Because people who want to invest in you want to at least have some form of confidence that you're a legit business, that you're not some fly-by-night organization. You want to make sure that you're showcasing that you take pride in not obviously your products and your services, but also your online appearance. It is no different than taking pride as to how you dress up and how you take how you groom yourself and how to, you take care of yourself physically. Your business also needs grooming and maintenance and taking care of. One other thing that I thought about and I should have mentioned to you earlier is that, yes, you've got your socials. Yes, you're linking back to your online store, but you're also having some way to capture leads. And when I say leads, I'm talking about customers. Do not think, and this this is a mistake that I've made and I know lots of other newbies in business has made as well as that. They have their business online And they think that for whatever reason, the purchases will be made right then and there on the spot. And that is so hardly from the case. You and I both know that we get busy, we get distracted, our kids are nagging us, the dog's barking, the phone's ringing, all sorts of stuff is going on. And we're not paying attention. And sometimes we get distracted. And the best way of making sure that people make that purchase, make sure that that sales close is by capturing email addresses, capturing information to reach back with people. And for whatever reason, a lot of entrepreneurs feel like, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to nag. I don't want to email them constantly. But think about this. is Think about the person or think about more like a company and they're always emailing you all the time. I don't think Target or Walmart or 
Costco or whoever you're dealing with online is sitting there going, gee, I don't want to email this person constantly. No, they're not thinking that. They're wanting to close the sale. You need to close the sale. And the best way of closing the sale is having people enter their information through your store, through your information that you have listed on, obviously, on your 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 online store, but other ways on their your socials. And give people incentives for wanting to take that next step and purchase with you. Give waggle a little treat in front of them. It could be ten percent off, twenty percent off, free shipping, uh, added bonus, whatever. The sky is the limit. But do not think alone that someone's going to click on your website or click on your socials and then click on your store and add it to cart and boom. Rarely, if ever, that happens instantaneously. Most people are busy, like I said, they're busy or distracted, or more often than not, they're actually just trying to get so much stuff from you for free without trying to make that purchase, because that's what we are as humans. We always want to try to get something for nothing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just the the nature of us as human beings. And if we know that, if we know that humans are not going to make that quick, linear, smooth path from interest to purchase, we know that as to be a fact, then we need to put in little things to help guide people back to making that sale, making that completion. Haven't you seen those examples where you go on a, a website and you, you sign in and you add to cart, you're almost there, and then for whatever reason, you abandon the cart, right? And then like you get an email message a day later or six hours later and say, hey, there's something in your cart, you still want to buy it? Do you realize how much sales have been acquired from that method of having people send that empty cart message? There is a company called Samcart, and they actually have specialized on sending abandoned cart messages to have people finalize your transaction. You can also do that in active campaign. There's so many little ways that we can make sure we close the sale, and we can talk about that privately if you're a client of mine. Anywho, the point I'm trying to make here is that there are a million and one ways for us to continue staying in contact, getting the sale, making the money, and eliminating the excuses because we know that as human beings, we want to stay safe, we want to stay comfortable, and even if we know that we need something, even if we know that we are much better off with that service, for whatever stupid reason, we don't want to make the investment because quite frankly, making that investment means that we have to have some form of desire to actually do the work or use a tool. We know that. And for a lot of us, we don't want to do that because even though we know that what we're doing is not working, we don't want to make that purchase. By sending those little messages, those little abandoned cart messages, we are actually helping people move forward and actually getting the change that they desire to see. Always remember that no matter what you do, you are always helping people go to where they are, to where they want to be. And there's no such thing as nagging or bothering or being irritable. That's not what that's all about. This is all about serving. It's all about helping. I believe with 
no doubt on my mind, if you're listening to this message, that you believe that what you're doing is going to help make your target customer much better off. They are going to be more fashionable. They are going to be more successful. They're going to think better. They're going to work better. They're going to do whatever better because you're providing something that they really, truly need. Don't be afraid of promoting yourself. Don't be afraid of seeing those email messages. And then while I'm at it about promoting ourselves outside from our website, because again, like I said earlier, do not think that people will just cop on your website automatically and make the sale. It doesn't happen that way. Is I want you to keep creating exciting events that are going on in your business. Keep cross-promoting with other people. Keep doing interviews. I been if you've been noticing on my podcast I've been interviewing some other people I want to bring other people in my world because it helps obviously expand my knowledge but it helps keep the excitement going on to provide a different perspective that my audience you have not been able to hear otherwise. This is why it's so important that we keep having to expand our world, bring other people in and this could be obviously a webinar it could be through Clubhouse. It could be through a Twitter space. I mean, the options are limitless. Your LinkedIn Live. I just want to encourage you, do not view that you have to do this all by yourself. Collaborate, collaborate, collaborate with other people. And while I'm at it, it could be someone in your same industry. It could be in your same sphere. Remember, there's no such thing as competition. We are all unique people serving our industry in unique and different ways. When we're thinking about it from that endpoint, there's much more power, much more influence that we can provide our customer by bringing in other people in our world. In fact, while I'm at that subject, I have always encouraged my clients, if they want to try to provide something new and different with our offering, to add a little bonus, a little feature from somebody else, somebody else in their in their industry. I was thinking about specifically one coach that I was working with once and as a bonus for a a program that she was doing to sell more or less personal development courses, she brought in a hypnotherapist uh, as an added bonus to help people remove limiting thoughts, to help them feel more courageous, more self-confident about themselves as part of her personal brand development course. That's an example of what I'm talking about. You don't have to believe for a second that, oh crap, if I do this, they're not going to work with me. Well, we can't control that anyway, quite frankly. We can't control how people decide if they, if and when they want to work with us. We always have to just keep on providing our target customer value, consistently staying on, tar- on topic, staying focused, and providing what they're needing. And I'm hoping that... If you have that mindset, there's no such thing in worrying about that uh, you're not you're not you're going to lose customers or you're going to alienate them or any of that stuff. Okay, let's give some good takeaways so that you are well armed with some good information that you can use for your business. First and foremost, do not rely on your business website as the end all be all for your form of online marketing. If you're going to make an investment in your website, be sure to be investing anywhere between five to eight thousand dollars. Quite frankly, that's just the bare minimum. And that's not even including the cost of obviously maintaining the website, the cost for 
personal photography, not stock photos, personal photography of yourself and of your product or services. Also, you can make sure that you have a uniform presence on all of your social media and then linking back to your online store. There's more than one way for you to sell your stuff. You can also do Facebook Facebook Marketplace. You can do on Twitter, they have Gumroad. You can have your Shopify. You can have your Etsy store, your eBay store, your Amazon store. The sky's the limit as to how you want to sell your services aside from your website. Okay, and a lot of those services, those sorry, a lot of those companies can also help you with your distribution and uh, order fulfillment. They can help you with that. So if you're in the very early stages, beginning of your business, you, that will just help you organize your time and obviously help you to sell better faster until you can develop your own sophisticated materials. All right. Now, I also mentioned to you that you want to make sure that you're constantly capturing your email addresses. Don't be afraid of feeling like you're emailing them too much. We all get distracted. We all get sidetracked easily. And uh, we know these companies out there that we interact with are not thinking the same way about feeling like we're emailing or spamming too much. Don't be afraid of doing that. And then lastly, I want to make sure that you collaborate and you create a lot of exciting things in your business. Because again, when we're constantly doing exciting things and working with other people, we can add much more value to our customers. Was there a tip that you like? Please let me know. Send me an email at Denise, hello at DeniseGLee.com. And if you use that hello at DeniseGLee.com and write me a review on wherever you found me, I'd love to send you a little little gift, a little token of appreciation, specifically about personal brand. I know you're going to really like it. With that being said, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.